Blog Talk Radio.
Okay, folks, I'm sorry about that little delay there. Um, I want to apologize. I thought I was on. I was looking at my computer and it was saying, no, you're not on. So I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is the show. This is the show, and I'm the host, Seth. For those of you who do not know who I am, I am a um, direct descendant of Edna and Isabel. Um, I am Asley's grandson. My mother is Irene, and I want to welcome you again to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Folks, you are uh, in for a treat tonight. We have a lot coming your way. We have two two spotlights tonight that we want to be shining on, the one and only Emma Jewell Douglas Johnson, as well as, um, I guess I should say more politically correct, Emma Jewell Johnson. we just say that. And then we're going to have on uh, the one and only Reverend. Some people know him as Reverend. Some people know him. Most people know him as just Billy. That's what he preferred to be called. Billy Rhymes will be on the show tonight. I know many of you are saying, well, how can that be? Because Billy has passed. Billy is no longer on the planet. So that's how you're going to pull that off. Well, we have recorded, pre-recorded interviews uh, when we had our other show where we sit down with Billy and talk with him, and we have five audio clips of him, and we'll be taking calls and comments in between those audio clips. But Miss Emma Jewel Johnson is definitely going to be in the house tonight live, and she is well taking calls and comments. I'm not going to be doing this on my own. I will have co-hosts, so let's go into the line, and I'll bring on the one and only Miss Darlene Douglas, uh, Erico 512. 922, darling, you there? I'm here. I'm well, here. how are you doing tonight, cousin? I am doing well, and I'd like to say hello to the family. And I think everybody well, knows me by now, but uh, my name is Darlene Douglas. I am the daughter of Ellis and Carrie Douglas, the granddaughter of Ennis Buddy Douglas and Arnels Cliff Douglas. And the great-granddaughter, Ed and Isabella Kennedy Douglas. There you have it. And I think Miss Lynn is also in the house. Uh, she's going to be co-hosting tonight as well. Uh, Miss uh, Lynn, uh, you there, area code 760-619, all the way from California. Lynn, are you there? Yes. Um, I'm here. Hi, Seth. Hi, Darlene. Hi. Well, hello. Can you say hello to the family, Lynn? Hi. Hi to the family all over all over California, Texas, all over the United States. Hope everyone is doing good this evening. Yes, yes, yes. And, folks, the three of us are going to be hosting the show tonight. And like I said, we have two interviews coming your way. Just a few things coming your way Um we want to be moving 100 miles an hour tonight because I want to bring on Emma. Though she's going to be the first person we'll be interviewing tonight, and then later on we'll bring on one and only Billy Rhymes. But I just want to say uh, to um, uh, Darlene and uh, and uh, my wonderful cousin all the way in California, Lynn, always good to hear from you, and, uh, and hope, of course, Michael, hope say hi to him for when you get a chance. 
But it's good to have you all on. I thank you, Lynn, for coming on with a short, such a short notice. Uh, we've had some co-hosts that couldn't make it tonight, and Lynn kind of just stepped in. I want to thank you for that before I go another further. And uh, also, and y'all bear with us. Again, I'm moving up really fast tonight. I uh, want to bring on Emma no later than 8.20, 8.20 my time, uh, uh, Central Standard Time. So let's do this. Uh, darling, I want you to go ahead with the birthdays, and uh, we're going to talk about a few other things, and then we're going to bring on the one and only Miss Emma Jewel Johnson. I'm really looking forward to hearing from her tonight. And, folks, I'm going to say this before I uh, uh, let Darlene uh, do her thing. If you want to comment tonight, you may very well do so. We encourage it. Please don't be shy on the phone lines. Uh, ask your questions. Make your comments. But try to make them as uh, brief as possible because I want to give Emma a lot of time. We want to give her at least an hour and about 10 minutes, just at the least. You know, at the most, I mean to say. So uh, I want to budget this time right because Billy's uh, is an audio clip, and it's an hour and, and like 17 minutes. So I want to give Emma the exact same amount of time as we do uh, with the second half. So we've got to budget our time tonight really good. So, darling, if you don't mind, go ahead with the birthdays, and uh, um, you have that ready? I do. I do. Um, okay, go Naomi right Booker. I have the March birthdays. I have Naomi, Naomi Booker, March 1st, Carrie Douglas, March the 5th, Seaborn Lowe, March the 8th, Yvonne William Johnson, the 13th, Francine Jackson, the 16th, Sharonda Nelson, the 17th, Stacey Douglas, the 22nd, Valerie Nelson, the 23rd, Doris Brown, the 26th, Norman Earl Douglas, the 2nd, the 27th, Delay Salon West, the 27th, Rion Jackson, the 28th, and, um, Leanne Jackson, the 30th. And I have um, Putt, Putt Sims, the 24th. And right. we have one, Putt, aniv- one anniversary. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let me interject here real quick because people probably say Putt. That's my uh, small, uh, youngest brother who passed away. Most people know him as Efner, but we can nickname him as Putt. Just for everybody to know who is Putt. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, his birthday is the 24th, and tomorrow is Leanne's birthday, the 30th. And we have one anniversary, and that's Tyrone and Celeste McVeigh Johnson, the 24th. Okay, all right. Well, that's a pretty short list, pretty short list. (laughs) Uh, And can you think of anybody we might have missed for March? Lynn? Uh, Lynn? Um, no, no one else I can think of. My, my brother, he had a birthday on the 27th, and I know Darlene mentioned his name, but that's all I can think of for March. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, listen, folks, um, again, tonight we're going to be going 100 miles an hour, and um, thank you, Darlene, for that. Thank you for that. And uh, mm-hmm. we do mean happy birthday. If it's already passed or... 
coming up. Happy birthday. And we'll do this every single uh, day of the month. Uh, every, well, excuse, excuse me. We'll do it on every show um, for that month, be it if your birthday is passed or is, uh, is coming up. That's just how we do it, all right? Well, we have a phone line full of people. Thank you all for being early. Thank you all for being early. Um, I always appreciate that, doing these blogs. You know, we, we put in uh, work from 8 p.m. until the close of the show, and it's always good to see people that appreciate you enough to listen to the very first uh, song, very first poem, very first whatever you put out there to the very end. So I, I really appreciate, appreciate y'all being early. And those of you that want to chat, the chat room is now open. I, we don't normally get a lot of chatters, but I just I have to always say that because there are some people that like to make their little comments in the chat room. So there you have it. Well, folks, I just want to mention a few other things, a few other things. When you come on tonight's show, please, uh, we want to start uh, remembering, uh, remind everyone to mention the city. So you'll be like, uh, I'm, this is Seth calling to comment, and I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Just try to remember the city, the city. We want to get, along with remembering who our family is, it's important to remember where they are. Sometimes you can remember better by remembering the city. So let's not forget the city, the city. Now, darling, I know you don't have much with the whole cruise in New Orleans, but just you was going to think, if I remember right, don't, don't kill me if I forgot, but I think we were supposed to do something really brief really brief about that, and um, if you don't mind. Do you have anything, just little quick updates, and we'll move right along. Okay, for the cruise, I can, um, I'm going to give you all Kendall's number. Her number is 512-517-7990. That's 512-517-7990, because at this point, um, the deadline has passed, and she still may be able, I'm sure she would be able to uh, make arrangements for you if possible. And also the Essence Music Festival, um, I don't know if that would be good right now because if you call, it has to be paid in full by April the 7th. So a person would be kind of on their own right now to call and find their own arrangements. And the other thing I wanted to say, this weekend in Austin is Texas Relays in the Urban Music Festival, if anybody is interested. Mm, and that's, that's all about good. it. That's always good. It's always good. Well, folks, uh, I just want to thank everybody again for stopping by. Uh, those of you listening in the archives, that means the show is off and you're listening tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Thank you for checking out the show, listening to the interview of uh, Emma and uh, Billy Rhymes in the future. I want to thank you because we got to remember most people that's going to be listening to the show is going to be listened to well after it's off the air. So I wanted to just say that. Um, well, folks, this is just basically like I always say every week, a fireside chat of a family. Uh, just think of a humongous fire that's uh, big enough to accommodate people from 10 different states, and you've got – you got what we are doing tonight, this blog. That's it. That is all we are is a giant fireside chat with families on uh, north, south, east, and west. So uh, I want to just remind everybody to please participate on the editing. Kind of noticing that um, 
you know, it seems like it's dropping off a little bit. That's just me. Uh, Darlene may have a different opinion on that, but I've looked at different comments, and it's just not as much as it was about, I guess, a month ago. So I don't know if we're just busy now or whatever, but let's support the family. Let's support this show. Uh, now we've been doing reruns late, lately uh, because I've been under the weather. I got hurt, as many of you might have heard of my job. better now. Um, my leg right and feet kind of up. And I don't know how long it's going to, I can do this until it starts painting, but I think I'm okay for the next uh, few hours here. So we're uh, doing a whole lot better, a whole lot better, and that's why we're able to do this live show. And like I said, those of you that's listening for the second interview with Billy, it is it is pre-recorded. Billy Rhymes is past. He is not here. It'll be a pre-recorded show. I already had some people inquiring how is this going to be. We're going to play five 15-minute clips. And we'll take uh, very quick, quick comments or um, questions in between those clips. Uh, so if you multiply five, 15 minutes, I think you're going to get like an um, hour and 15 minutes worth of programming. So having said that, right now it's 820. It's 820. I promise you we will bring on the one and only Emma Jewel uh, right at uh, this time. So let's go ahead and do that. Let's put a little music in the background here. So, folks, many of y'all already know Emma. Y'all heard her talk, uh, comment, her husband, very active with the show, calling in by different political You heard Emma come on and uh, just kind of back him up, her opinion here and there, and a very smart lady. I'm really looking forward to this interview and what she's going to say and how she's going to respond to our questions. I mean, co-host, I guess what we're going to do is uh, one person takes the first question and, then, and the next person, one of us take maybe uh, Lynn, you go first, and then darling, maybe you go, and then I go. Something okay. like that where we all get in, okay? But let's go ahead okay. and uh, go to all the way to Antonio. Eric Code 2106653. I believe this is the one and only Emma Jewel. Emma, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing, young lady? Hello. I'm, Hi, I'm doing, doing fine. I'd like to say good evening to my cousin Seth, to my niece Darlene, my niece Lynn, and to all of my family. Thank you for this well, opportunity. Good and look forward to participating with you for the next hour or so. Well, Emma, we're looking forward as well. Looking forward as well. I'm just curious as I can be just to know what you have to say to these different questions. And like I said, I want to give you as much time as this second half. So we'll go from 8.20 till uh, 9.20 is an hour. And uh, we'll run over a little bit if you need it. Till about 9.30-ish We'll try to push it no further than past 9.30 That'll be our goal 8.20 to 9.20 will be an hour And then if we have to run over a little bit to 9.30 Not a problem And then we, you know, So we'll play it by ear and just say 9.30 Is going to be our maximum If possible So I'll be able to, I want to chop up that other video Because if we run over I have to chop up Billy's interview Because again he's not here And this is all audio clips and everything So I will go ahead and let Lynn. Lynn, are you ready? You want to ask the first question to your aunt? I'm ready. Okay. Okay, um, well, just go I'm ahead Jewel. and pose the first question. 
I will. Uh, Angela, uh, you and my dad, who is Norman Bubba Jack um, Douglas, are brother and sister. So can you tell um, all the family listening how you and my dad are related to Ed and Isabel Kennedy Douglas? Okay. First of all, okay, my name is Emma Jewel Douglas Johnson. Norman Earl Douglas, who is known as Bubba Jack, is my brother. Ed and Isabel Kennedy Douglas are our grandparents. My father, Ennis Buddy Douglas, is their son. My mother, Inez Cliff Douglas, is his wife, my mother. I live in San Antonio, Texas. And my husband is William Johnson, and I have we have two children, William Bruce Johnson II, Sunday Denise Johnson, and four grandchildren. Wow. All right. Pretty good there. Pretty good. Well, darling, I'll let you shoot, shoot, shoot the second question to uh, Miss Emma. Okay. Hi, Emma. Hi. Um, can you can you name all of Papa all of Ennis Buddy's children and the known cities that they're living in at the time? Yes, like I said, I am Emma Jewel Douglas Johnson. I'm the youngest child, and I live in San Antonio, Texas. My oldest brother was Ellis Douglas, who was Darlene's father, who is deceased. And his wife was Carrie Douglas. They had children, Barbara Ann, Ellis Jr., Darlene, Kurt, Janice, and Stanley. My oldest sister is Catherine Douglas Griffin, who lives in Fresno, California. Her husband, Josh Griffin, who is deceased. Her children are Joyce Marie, Janice Watson, Janetta Grisby. My brother, Norman Earl Douglas, considered Bubba Jack, wife is Ola Joyce. They live in Paso Robles, California. Their children are Deborah, Regina Lynn, Stephanie, Charles, Gregory, and Norma Jr. My sister, Iope Douglas Pierce, husband's Walter, lives in Fresno, California. Their children are Gay, Gwen, Anita, and Walter Jr. My brother, Carl Wayne Douglas, Sheila, wife, Sheila is his wife, lives in Huron, Texas. Our children are Christopher, Lester, Lori, Sharon, Katrina, and Petey. My brother, Billy Joe Douglas, whose wife was Princess, who is deceased, lived in Stockton, California. Their children are Audrey, Kathy, Sandra, Joanna, and Jacqueline, who are twins, Larry, and Michael. And my brother, Ellis Douglas, eventually moved to Hearn, Texas, and lived there until his death. My brother, Jimmy Lee Douglas, and Ennis Douglas, Jr., Jr., are deceased. 
They both died, died as children. Anything else on that one? Okay. Uh, uh, Angel, I have a, a, a question for you mm-hmm. related to where everybody lives and um, before all the family is like right now. I know you've lived in San Antonio for a long time, but was there ever a time that you considered uh, moving to California since you had several brothers and sisters who had moved from Texas to California? Yes. I would have moved to California upon graduation from high school. It was all set for me to come out there, live with my family, my sisters and brothers, and they all were going to send me to college out there. But my husband, William Johnson, changed that, and we were married (laughs) after high school, and so we moved to Great Falls, Montana. But that was the time that I was on my way to California also. Hmm. I never knew I never knew that. I never knew that you had there were plans for you to come to California and go to college. I never I never knew that. Yes. Wow. Okay. Very interesting. Well, Miss Emma Jewel, I got a question for you. Okay. Um what was your what is your um what is your favorite pastime? Okay, what is your favorite pastime? And um, if somebody want to know, how would you do, how would you describe yourself? What is Emma Jewel like? What is Emma Jewel well, like? And what is her favorite pastime? That should be an earful there. Okay, okay, I will begin. Okay, so as I said, I am Emma Jewel Douglas Johnson. I attended college, and I received a Bachelor of Arts degree in education, as well as a master's degree, and also I worked on hours towards a doctorate. I am a retired school teacher. I taught elementary school for 35 years. And I was also vice principal during that time. I love to sing, play the piano, dance, travel, and love teaching school. There are other things I like as well, but I could stay on here all night mentioning that. (laughs) But those are some of my hobbies that I love to do. Love to visit family. And friends. Okay. Now, when did you learn how to play piano, Angel? In Milano, Texas, where I grew up, there was a lady there named Mamie Nelson, and she taught me. And at that time, I would go to music lesson one day a week for two dollars for the that one day for one hour. Back then, it was just that cheap. So Cousin Mamie was our cousin, and she taught me how to play the piano. I played piano for the junior choir in my church. I also played piano for the choir at the Methodist Church. Oh. Yeah. We are learning. We are learning. Okay, Miss Lynn, you got another question? Okay, Angel. 
So what three things stand out to you most about the character of Papa Buddy and Mama Ned? Oh, oh, Lynn, let me back up here. Lynn, Lynn, I, I'm, I, y'all have to forgive me. I made a blooper, okay? This is on set. This, oh. I, I'm using the same questions for uh, I did for Bubba Jack and everybody else, and so they still have the grandpa in there, but really that's directed towards Emma. That's my my bad on that. So oh, in other okay. words, it'll, so we asked the same question. Lynn asked the same question. She just wanted to know what stands out about uh, your character. Versus uh, 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 Papa Buddy. What what three things that stands out about your character? You would say. What what thing do you think that stands out more than anything about your character that people would say? One of the best teachers that ever lived on the face of the earth. I, that's all I ever wanted to do was to teach school. As a child. I used to be a schoolhouse, dirt schoolhouses in the dirt, and the kids would have to come over there and be my students. I love family. I love friends. I would do anything for you. My zodiac sign is Taurus the bull, and those are some of the best people that you want to know. And I think I already mentioned some of my hobbies that I'd like to do. And um, so that's kind of basically it. I would do anything for you that I can. And always friendly, caring, and just try to show love to everybody. Very good, very good. Very good. All right, Miss, um, uh, I want to say, darling, remember this. Just change out the, the grandfather to uh, Emma. But go ahead with your question, please. Um, I guess what three things did you learn from Papa Buddy and Mama Ness? Okay. So one one three one three things that I learned from, uh, from each of them from each one mm-hmm. okay from Papa Buddy he taught us how to survive in this world we grew up at the time where prejudice was all around so he taught us how to survive and how to live in this prejudiced world to be safe. He taught us how and showed us how to work hard to provide for the family. And he taught all of his children how to barbecue. <laughs> uh, he was a barbecue man, the best barbecue uh, for miles and miles around. My mother, Inez Douglas, she taught all of her children how to cook, how to clean, because we had a clean home. She taught us how to have a great environment, and she always told us to always love one another. She taught us how not, as siblings, to fuss or fight with each other. If we started to fight or fuss with each other, 
she stopped it right away. She would always say, if you're going to fuss and fight with your siblings and other people are going to see you, what do you think those people are going to do to you and your siblings? So they did not let us fuss and fight with each other. She taught us how to be friends with each other, how to love each other, and how to be good children everywhere we go. Okay. Wow. That sounds great. Um, Quick question. Um, Can you tell us how Papa Buddy, his name was Ennis, but how he got the nickname Buddy? Okay. I've always known him to be called Buddy. But I was told, according to Undoshi, who was Daddy's sister, her daughter, Doshi, provided the information that said, out of all of their brothers, Daddy is the one that spent much time with them and did things with them growing up with his sisters and brothers. And therefore... They called him Buddy. So I'm assuming it's because he did so much with his sisters and brothers that they considered him their Buddy. So that's how it came about. Okay. And and what about Mama Ned? Did you have a question, Seth? No, I'll let Darlene go ahead with that, and then I'll come in. Okay. Mama Ned. Okay. Yeah, her nickname was, I've heard people call her sister like sister. a cousin. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mama Ned's parents were Norman and Lula Cliff. There were four children born to Norma and Lula Cliff. The first one was a little girl. Her name was Frankie. The second ain't one. Frankie. Ain't Frankie. The second one was my mother. And they named her Inez. Then Aunt Lula was the third girl. That is Alvin Ailey's mother, who I spoke about. Alvin Ailey, my cousin. And then they had one son, Norma Cliff Jr. So as the story goes, the first little girl was the first one there, Frankie. And then my mother... I came along as the second baby girl. So then they taught the little one to say, this is my sister. So they all started calling her sister. Their brother was named Norman Cliff, and he was the only boy. So they all called him brother, and we all grew up calling him Uncle Brother. Okay, okay. Did Mama Nels ever tell you about her mother? Yes. Her mother was named Lula Williams. Her sister, Alvin Ailey's mother, Lula, Lula, was named after their mother. Her mother... Okay. Uh-huh. Her no, mother I, Go ahead Go ahead No, go ahead Her mother died 
in childbirth while they were young children. And they were left for their father, who Papa, we call him Papa Norman, to raise them. That's what happened to their mother. So he raised them, those uh, four children. Yes. She was a Williams. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. She was a Williams, and then we have lots of Williams uh, around Griffin Chapel, who are all related to us, who are three, that, which is three miles from Atlanta, Texas. Okay. Emma, I have a que- I have a question for you, and I appreciate the history on your grandparents and parents, but I want to focus a little bit more on you, the person. Uh, anything you want to share? Because I got a, a list of questions here, but like I said, we've used these questions in the past, and some of it really don't relate to you. And so, uh, I want to get to know more about you, Emma Jewel, what you have done mm-hmm. in your life. So let me just oh. ask a specific, pointed question. What achievements achievements in your life that you would like to share with the family that maybe some even some of your close relatives don't know about, or maybe they do. Some things that they may not know about. You you want me to go from yes. uh, a child to now? Just in, any achievements? Just let us know some things that you have accomplished that you because let me tell you why I'm asking this. Sometimes okay. when we bring on family families on the blog, they want to be they don't want to gloat as I call it. They don't want to be a, a, a you know they just they just want to be humble. But this is your time. This is the spotlight is on you. The spotlight is on Emma Jewel Johnson. So we want to know what accomplishments in your life would you like to share? Some things like say maybe even some of your own brothers and sisters may not know, or maybe they do know. Okay. Uh, I'll start with uh, school. Um, in elementary school, I was always a leader. I was never a follower. In high school, I participated. I received the all-around girl trophy in sports when I graduated. I was a member of the Octet Choir who won and placed in the state when we compete. I was also the soloist for our school who won in the state and competed, competed, uh, with each other and won. I also ran oh, track, true. played basketball. Like I said, I received the Alderam Girl Trophy in high school oh, wow. upon graduation. Wow, in college, okay, I went on to uh, college. I graduated from the University of Incarnate Word College here in San Antonio, Texas. When I graduated, this is a Catholic school with all the nuns and the fathers. When I graduated, I was cum laude upon graduation with my bachelor's degree from this Catholic school. I was in the Africa Honor Society at Incarnate Word. 
And I went to college the entire time I was working, had a husband, two children, and I still wow. received all of those honors. I went on to receive hours towards a doctorate degree. I worked the entire time, and I also received my Master's of Arts degree from the University of Incarnate Word the entire time with my family and all. And then I uh, was active in church, in the church choir. I was a soloist for the choir, said, and I played okay. piano. And I've always been active in the church, always been active in school. When I interviewed, when I interviewed for my job as to become a teacher to work in the school okay. district, I okay. went back to the interview at my college. They were having interviews that day. I interviewed at my college. After 10 minutes, the interviewer told me, you are hired. They hired me right mm. there on the <laughs> spot, and I hadn't even finished college yet. I signed my contract two weeks later. All they told me I had to do was, when I finished my classes, have my advisor to send a letter. The advisor signed it. I signed it, stating that I did graduate. I was already hired. I never had mm. to worry about a job. They could not believe it when I went back and told them that I already had a job and I was still attending college. During the Emma, time I was in college, I Emma, also worked let, for let, State Senator. Mm-hmm. State wanna, Senator Glenn Coltman. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me ask you something. I want you to keep keep it just doing. You, you're doing great. Keep it coming uh-huh. just like that. That's what I want to know about Emma, Emma, Emma. But I want to know, some people is probably listening. I have to always have this third ear to the ground. And I know a lot of young people is listening and say, wow, she did a lot, and she was smart, and she did this, and she did that. Wow. Can you just interject, and then you can continue, what was it that kept you motivated to do these things, to make these accomplishments? What was your engine? What was your motive? What pushed you? What You know what I mean? There's... You just don't go out and do those kinds of things unless something is motivating you. So to some of the young people listening, and then you can go right back to your achievements, what was it that drove you? Number one, my parents. My mother and my father. Number two, my sisters and my brothers. I always had the support of whatever I needed from all of them. All I had to do was say I want or I need a certain thing. They would send it through mail to me. So I really never had to really want for anything. They took care of me. They took care all of us help each other the same way today. We are a loving family. If one's in need, all you have to do is let one sister or one brother know it. And within 30 minutes, we all know it. And within the next couple of hours, that is soft, taken care of, whatever it is, however we have to do it. 
That's the way we work. Oh, that's a blessing. I also that's a blessing. I, I always wanted to be a school teacher. As I said, I built schools in the dirt when I was little. I made playhouses in the dirt, and I was the teacher. And I would get my sisters and brothers or friends, and I'd tell them, you stand here, you're in the first grade. You stand here, you're in the second grade. And I said, did you learn your word I gave you last to study for class today? <laughs> I was little. That's all I ever wanted to do. I knew if I didn't go to college, I could not be a teacher. So that pushed me. And like I said, my sisters and brothers were all waiting to help put me in college in California. But my husband and I had called ourselves dating ever since I was <laughs> six years old and he was eight. And so really, he intervened minute, and we were minute, married. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Some of this, some of this, you going a little fast? Cause that right there, we need to do that in slow motion. <laughs> Say yes. that again. Y'all was how old? When I met William, I was six years old, and he was eight years old. He was from Atlanta, where we lived, but they moved from there to Bronx. He came back to visit his uncle and his oldest sister, and that, and we were all friends. And my sister and I, we were at their house, uh, the, his sister's house, when they came, and I met him there. And I was six years old, he was eight years old, and we've called ourselves dating ever since <laughs> then. And then we were married wow. when I graduated from from high school. He was there waiting. Wow. And he was in, he was he was in the military station in Great Falls, Montana. I hadn't seen him in a year and he told me the next time I come home it'll be another year you're going back with me and that's what I did. And he put me through school along with me working myself. I worked the whole time with two children with a husband, with a job, and achieved all the way through a master's degree, I was towards a doctorate, teaching 35 years, retired. Also, during that time, I had businesses on the side. I sold celebrity jewelry. Some people may know about that for about 10 years. I sold home interior. I know they know about home interior because it's from yeah. Dallas up there with Mary Crowley. That's where the business is oh, from. Okay. I sold home interior for 30 years. I did all of this on the side while I was teaching, had my family, going to school. I was always motivated. I was always told, you can do whatever you want to do. You have to work hard to do it, but you can do it. I always believe what Jesse Jackson said. If my mind can conceive it and my heart can believe it, then I can achieve it, and I did. Wow. Wow. Excellent. Well, Emma, 
let me do this, and I want you to finish that long list of achievements that I kind of interrupted you on, but I wanted you to talk to the youth a little bit or anybody that's kind of asking a question, what drove you? And I think you did a very good job defining what drove you, what kept you pressing on and pressing on and achieving and achieving. So I'm going to take a short little break, family, and we'll be right back with Emma Jewel, the interview with the one and only Emma Jewel Johnson, okay? We have on the line also Lynn and Darlene Cousins in California and in Austin. I'm Seth. We'll be right back, folks. Verna's Health Foundation and co-sponsor Sandra Clark Funeral Home present the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, Saturday, April 30th, 9 a.m. to 1 at Edison's, located at 1724 Cockrell Avenue. The most powerful and influential Dallas living legends will be honored. Dr. Alma Jewel Pryor, Dr. Donnie Breedlove, Dr. Karen Holly Thibodeau, Dr. Kathy Dudley, Carmen Garcia, Dr. Elba Garcia, Belinda Odom Gaston, Geraldine Tynesey Miller, Tommy Young West, and Norma Adams Wade. You can purchase individual tickets at eventbrite.com or group tickets at Sandra Clark Funeral Home. Seating is limited. Get your tickets today. Everyone's invited to attend the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, April 30th, 9 a.m. at Edison's in Dallas. Sponsored by Verna's Health Foundation, co-sponsored by Sandra Clark Funeral Home, and endorsed by the Oak Cliff Baptist Ministers Union. For more information, call 214-932-1474. That's 214-932-1474. Okay, folks, we're back. But before I come back, I want to just play one little thing. This was, uh, y'all remember the interview I had with Gwen Burks? This is her yesterday's e-courager, and I thought it would be pretty neat. So let's play this, and then we'll get back with the interview. Good morning. Good morning and happy Monday. This is Gwen Burks with the Christian Women's Unity Alliance e-courager. For seven days, they celebrated with joy the Feast of Unleavened Bread because the Lord had filled them with joy by changing the attitude of the king of Assyria so that he assisted them in the work on the house of God, the God of Israel, Ezra 6.22. Attitude is everything. It can lift you up or bring you down. It is a barometer of your heart. If your heart is not right, your attitude will suffer. Attitude is critical because it influences your course of action. If your attitude is negative, your words and behavior will be too. There is a difference in being a realist about negative circumstances and living with a chronic bad attitude. Naive are those who ignore warning signs of trouble and carry on oblivious to the storm clouds of sin. However, your attitude is rooted in who you are in Christ. So there is no need to be fearful, guilty, or insecure. The attitude that Jesus exhibited was one of humility and servant leadership. His attitude reflected submission to his heavenly Father, which resulted in service, generosity, and love for people. Jesus was joyful and hopeful because he rested in the will of God. Do not allow another's bad attitude to influence yours. Be the attitude influencer instead. 
A positive attitude will eventually outlast and overpower a negative one. Most of all, pray for those who thrive on negativity. Pray for them to be set free from their hurt, anger, guilt, and insecurity. God has you in their lives to reflect the Almighty and to encourage an attitude adjustment through Him. This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance encouraging moment. Be blessed and be encouraged. Thinking about the world, looking at the nation, suicide. Okay, folks, we're back. You're listening to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. I'm Seth, and I also have on the phone line Darlene, all the way from San Antonio, and Lynn, all the way. In what city are you in? Are you talking to me, Seth? Yeah, what, what city are you in? Oh, I'm in Lakeisha. Okay. Because I forget the city. I always forget the city. But anyway, folks, we are interviewing the one and only Miss Emma Jewel Johnson. I know y'all are enjoying this. It's a lot to Emma. I knew it would be. That's one of the reasons we're inviting her to come on the show. So I'm going to go back to the interview, uh, uh, back to Emma, and let her continue her achievements. And uh, we got other things to ask. Uh, we're going to, again, we're going to take this all the way down to about 9:29:30. And so we got a lot more of Emma coming your way. Those of you on the phone lines, remember, if you want to comment, press one. Uh, remember to uh, ask your question uh, or comment. Try to keep it around three minutes unless we get to asking you questions. Then you can talk as long as we keep, you know, keep you on the line. But family, uh, I want to just let everybody know we have a phone line full of people, and we thank you for that. We thank you for being early. Uh, again, press one on the phone lines. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Uh, some of this is your. Some of you are listening to your aunt, maybe your mother, or, or whoever in is to you. Again, press one if you want to comment. And say hi Darling uh, and Lynn What do y'all think of the interview thus far? Oh I think it's going really well I think we're learning a lot of good information About Aunt Jewel So very interesting Right, right Very interesting Very interesting It's very interesting I knew some of it But I didn't know (laughs) all of what she was saying well, that's the whole purpose of this. I want Emma to just dig down into her memory bank. And some of you may know, some of it you may not know. But the biggest goal for this show tonight, this pur- the purpose of this show tonight is to become, as y'all know, less strangers. We have two goals, two goals, okay? Well, actually, three goals. We want to become less strangers. We want to become less strangers. This family is just, it's, it's just ridiculously big. We just want to know when we hear the name Darlene and Lynn, uh, Dr. Mike Wade, who are these people? And so when y'all hear Emma Jewel Johnson, you'll know a little bit about her. Again, she's all the way in San Antonio. Emma, I want you to go ahead with your achievements, please. Okay. I'm going back again to high school. When I was in high school, I was also valedictorian of my class one year. And then I was also salutatorian in high school. Those were the two top honors that you could get in your classes. 
as a teacher. I was lead teacher for many years. I was a gifted and talented teacher, plus the gifted and talented coordinator for the whole school. As I said, I was vice principal for several years also. I received numerous teacher awards also. I love to travel. God has blessed me with finances, which enables me to travel. So if you go to Las Vegas two or three times a year, you might just see me up there. (laughs) Okay, okay. Also, uh, uh, I, I was also offered the opportunity by Aunt Lula Cooper, who is Alvin Ailey's mother. Remember I told you Alvin Ailey was our first cousin who was the dance choreographer yes. and had his own business, mm-hmm. Alvin Ailey Dance mm-hmm. Studio yes. Yes. that traveled and danced nationwide and abroad. She wanted me to yes. come and live with her and attend the Alvin Ailey Dance School to be an Alvin Ailey dancer but I did not want to leave my family in Milano, Texas. But she begged mm-hmm. my parents to let me come. So I could have done that. I could have been an Avenue dancer. But for the love of family, I didn't want to leave my family. So therefore, I did not do that. But I've been afforded all kind of opportunities and all. My mother and father also taught us to live by the golden rule, Do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. And I also taught this to my students. And I would give them an example. I would say, when they come up with problems, or so-and-so hit me, or so-and-so did this, I would say, do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. In order for them to understand what I was talking about, I would say, okay, Johnny, Do you want Joe to hit you? No, ma'am. I said, well, then, why would you go hit Joe? Then you don't hit him. Okay. That's what do unto (laughs) others means. Do unto others as you have them to do unto you. If you don't want him to hit you, then you don't hit him. We were taught that. My mother also taught us to always do right because right always wins. And we all live by that. So we had some wonderful teachings and upbringing. And we were a loving family. Almost everybody in Milano loved my parents and called them Mama Ned and Papa Buddy. And sometimes we would get jealous and say, that's not their mama and that's not their papa. That's ours. But that's what people would call them because we were such a loving family. And I bet if there had been a contest for the most famous and best family in Milano, Texas, we would have gotten number one. And that's the truth. (laughs) That is the truth. That is the truth. (laughs) That's a heck of a award. It really is. It really is. Next. 
Well, uh, did you finish? You, you was in high school. Did you pretty much finish? Uh, I don't want to be the only one asking questions, but I uh, just want to make sure you finish that last one I asked you. Did you kind of uh, cover the accomplishments? All did you want to share tonight or what? Uh Yes, I think I, I I think I told you know I was in athletics. I was in the the, the female soloists, the architects, the awards I received in college as well in high school, and as well as elementary school. Uh, if I think of something else, you know I, I'll bring them in later. But I have accomplished so that? much in life, and that's all because of my mother. Father, Catherine, Iofa, Nominer, Bubba Jack, Carl Wayne, <laughs> Ellis, Billy Joe, and me, Emma Johnson, working hard to achieve it. My family made me what I am today, and I give them all the credit and the glory. Wow. 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 That is that 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 is a mouthful. That is a mouthful. Emma, what's your favorite color? My favorite color, pink and green. I forgot. I am also <laughs> AKA. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I am also a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. I've been a member since 1985. I've held all kind of offices, pink and green. Kiwi all the way. Pink and green. Men can tell you about that. Janice can tell you about that. They're all AKs, too, and other family members. Darlene can tell you about that, too. Pink and green all the way. AK. I didn't know that. So, Lynn, did your aunt influence you there? Excuse me? Did your aunt influence that pink and green? Well, I... I joined AKA when I first went to college. So that was, let's see, I think I pledged in 19, I pledged in 1980. I was a freshman at Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. And that was where I was introduced to, to AKA. So I've been in the sorority since 1980. Wonderful. Wow. Since, 19, wow. since, 19, since 1980. And I think that um, the, Janice came to Cal Poly the year after I did, and I think she placed the year after I did also. So so we're an AKA family. <laughs> all right, all right. And I heard her say Janice is too? Yeah, Janice is, is an AKA, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And, well, and, so and, and her daughter too. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's Janelle right. is AK also. Also, yes. Yes. Well, that I must say, I must say that hearing you talk about your family, Emma, was very impressive. Very impressive. Anytime you got a family that's supporting you like that, I must give you points there. That was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, the time is nine oh five. We're doing real good. Um, we're going to try to roll this thing past 9.20, maybe go over 10 minutes, 9.30-ish. But, Emma, you answer these questions so fast. I mean, it's really, really very interesting. I want to say that, well, let's just kind of backtrack. So far, we talked about what you like. We talked about your achievements, long list, long list of achievements. We talked about your childhood, 
earlier we even talked about your grandparents and parents. Um, what is it you would like to share? What is some just? What are some things you would like to uh, kind of just share with the family? We got we got other questions, and Lynn, I'm sure that uh, we probably can scratch this uh, list that we have because it's pretty much designed for uh, another program. Pretty much now that I look at it, so let's just kind of just. Um, We'll put you on the spot, Emma. What kind of things would you like the family to know about you that we haven't covered? Well, I guess basically I've told you most of it. But uh, as I said, I've always had a love for education. All our family did. And I want them to know that education is the way. Stay in school. Do not drop out. I don't care how hard it gets, you stay in school. You can't make it in this world very well without an education. Stay in school. I also want to let you know that we didn't have it all easy when we were growing up. We, our daddy and mother taught us survival skills. We grew up in Milano, Texas. Very prejudiced town. We attended the black elementary school that went from kindergarten to eighth grade. But after eighth grade, we had to be bused 10 miles away to the black high school in Rockdale, Texas, Acock High. That's where Darlene and them stayed. On a bus driven by white men because we could not attend the white school, which was high school, which was five minutes from our house, but we survived. The fir- I want to tell you what we did the first day of school in the little black school. The first day of school, it took us all day almost to take pages back in books, erase names, six and seven names that had those books, before we got them, because the white school got the new books, we got the out of adoptions. That didn't stop us. We worked in the cotton fields, the tomato fields, the pea fields, the watermelon fields. That didn't stop us. We learned to survive. Our parents taught us how to survive. And that what has made us what we are today. Today, my sister, Catherine Griffin, Alfred Pierce, Nominara Douglas, Ellis Douglas, Billy Joe Douglas, Emma Jewel Douglas, all of us retired from jobs, Ellis Douglas, and our brother, Carl Wayne Douglas, is a self-made mechanic with a mechanic shop in Huron, Texas, that still operates today, and he also caters food and barbecue for large events. We were taught to work. We were taught how to survive. We made it. So I want kids to know that you can make it, but you have to work hard to get it. But you also have to be a good person. You cannot go around being a mean person, thinking you're all that. 
you need to have a positive attitude, a positive personality. You need to help where you can. You need to share what you can. You need to be loving and don't go around trying to be a super fly, being in games and think you miss it or mister that. Be humble and you can achieve what you want to do in life. We did it. You can too. Wow. Wow. Well, I must say that is that is a mouthful. That is a mouthful. That is a mouthful. And, folks, I knew this would happen. Again, that's one of the reasons uh, we do these shows, these spotlights, because uh, we always find out a lot of something about the person being spotlighted. Some even some family members didn't know. So I see some, we got some new people hopping on the line. Y'all missed out a, a lot. Remember these shows are recorded. Anything you miss, remember when the show goes off, you can listen again in its entirety. Those of you just popped in, just only a few people. But the phone line is holding steady. Nobody has hung up. Uh, I appreciate y'all for being early and for not hanging up and hanging in there and listening. Remember, we got another interview that's going to take place uh, uh, later on. Uh, Billy Rhymes, he's no longer with us, the pre-recorded uh, older show. And uh, I interviewed him when he was alive, and he talked a lot about his life. He'll be coming up in a little bit. And uh, we did. We have five 15-minute clips on Billy, and we'll be taking calls and comments between those 15-minute clips. That's how we'll do with Billy. But with Emma Jewell, she is on the line live and well and talking about everything, brothers and sisters, childhood, college, uh, what she liked, pastime, uh, uh, and everything. So listen, those of you on the phone line, one more time, I'm going to give you the opportunity to press 1. If you have any comments, press 1. If you want to speak with Emma now, please, 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 uh, while we got a lot of time, I don't want us to, everybody at the last minute start pressing 1 at the very end when we got to wrap it up and bring on uh, the next part of the show. So if you have any questions or comments for the one and only Emma Jewel Johnson, press 1. In the meantime, Lynn, uh, what do you think of what you heard so far? Any more questions for our guest? Well, I was just going to um, ask Aunt Jewel if she can uh, let us know or tell us a little bit about um, her grandchildren and how old they are and maybe um, maybe what some of the challenges they may have uh, experienced, you know, growing up, you know, in in the schools, you know, there in in San Antonio, if there was like anything, did you have, did you see any problems, or were there some challenges that they may have an experience while going to the schools, and maybe how you may have helped them, um, you know, through some of those challenges? Okay, really, my grandchildren have not had any challenges in school, any problems in school. Now, my grandchildren are very smart. Because I taught them. When they would come over to my house, I taught them. Before they could play, and they would come and they'd say, Grandma, do we have to go to school today? I said, yeah, we're going to learn something. We're going to learn something, and then you can play. Maya Bose Janice Johnson is my oldest one. That's my daughter, Sonny Denise Johnson's daughter. Maya is finishing up her first year at 
uh, University of Texas in San Antonio. She is a finance major with a math background major. She has been gifted and talented in the GT program since kindergarten. She qualified in kindergarten and carried it all the way through high school and still doing it. She did so well last year in college at the University UTSA San Antonio, Texas, that one of her courses, then her college professor called and told her she did not have to take the finals because wow. she already had a 96 average. Now, wow. that is saying something for a college student, and she has an accounting background. Maya, I took Maya to school with me, and I taught her Listen, everybody, you can teach your little children. You can teach them. You don't just have to teach them in your house. You teach them everywhere you take them. I taught Maya in the car when I would be taking her to daycare, when I would be taking her to school. I taught her, look at the big yellow sun. It spells S-U-N. It begins with the consonant S. What are some of the other yellow things you can see? I'm just telling you, you do this with your children. Don't just let them ride in the car and argue and quarrel and sleep. Maya has been GT ever since kindergarten, and she would do it. We, I taught her going and coming every day in the car as a little child. I taught her so much, sometimes I look around, she'd be asleep. She was so tired. <laughs> Same way, that's Maya. My son, William Bruce Johnson II, has three children. Dallas Starr is a gifted and talented student. She's in middle school all the way today. The second little girl is Alanisha. She's just as smart also, and so is the son, William IV. Those are my four grandchildren. And my son and my daughter all also attended colleges. Education was all around us. My husband is a college graduate from St. Mary's University, and he also was a member of the Air Force at one time. Um, Maya, the one who, my granddaughter, who is at the university in San Antonio, was cum laude when she graduated from high school last year, Judson High School. She's an accounting major, math, finance, and all of that. So you can teach those children. And I tell people everywhere I go, and I see them with little children, I don't even know them. Just Sunday we were out for Easter dinner, and these people had two little children, these black people. And I told them on my way out, I said, oh, they are so cute. Make sure you teach them well. And I gave them some mm-hmm. examples. And I said, when you're on your way home today, Teach them about the colors they see in the environment. Ask them, how many red things do you see from this car? Tell me what you see. How do you spell red? What does red begin with? That's what you teach your children that. And you would be surprised what those children know. All my grandchildren are A students, gifted wow. and talented. They haven't had any problems in school. I also <laughs> have uh, other uh, children 
grandchildren that uh, when my son married, his wife had a little girl, and she has three children. So those are also my grandchildren. But like I said, education is the way you teach those children. Before those children sit down to play all the time, teach them something. Give them a book to read, like to that. look at. Even if they can't I read, like you let them turn the pages and look at the pictures. Ask them what that picture is about. I like that. I you like teach that. those. Don't just that let is. those kids play all the time. You teach those kids, and they will be successful, and they will want to go to college, and they will finish school, and they will be successful. I like that. All of those positive declarations. It ain't just words you're saying. You actually scripture there by declaring they will be successful. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Have you ever heard of a woman called, we'll take a quick little break and come back, but before we do, I want to ask you a question. You ever heard of a lady called Marva Collins? Oh, yeah. You ever heard of Marva yes. Collins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Listening, to, listening to you talk about uh, challenging your kids while they're in the car, I thought of Marva Collins. She said when she get her kids, grandkids, neighborhood kids, whatever, in the car, she would oftentimes on trips say, well, I'm going here, it's X many miles, and I'm going to drive certain miles per hour. How long does it take for me to get there? Exactly. <laughs> she just always made yeah. that mad thing. And they, and it, it turned out to be something uh, very fun, and a lot of those kids end up liking math because of that. But That's right. Emma, uh, That's right. Emma, it can be well, done. Well, I'm enjoying it. I really, really am enjoying it. What I like to do is take a quick little break. And I got to just do a few little things, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back to kind of put the final touches on this. But I think you're doing really good, putting a lot of good stuff out there. So we'll be right back, family. Everybody okay Thanks. with that? Yes. Great. All right. So, all right. We'll be right back. Health Foundation and co-sponsor Sandra Clark Funeral Home present the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, Saturday, April 30th, 9 a.m. to 1 at Edison's, located at 1724 Cockrell Avenue. The most powerful and influential Dallas living legends will be honored. Dr. Alma Jewel Pryor, Dr. Donnie Breedlove, Dr. Karen Holly Thibodeau, Dr. Kathy Dudley, Carmen Garcia, Dr. Elba Garcia, Belinda Odom Gaston, Geraldine Tynesey Miller, Tommy Young West, and Norma Adams Wade. You can purchase individual tickets at eventbrite.com or group tickets at Sandra Clark Funeral Home. Seating is limited. Get your tickets today. Everyone's invited to attend the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, April 30th, 9 a.m. at Edison's in Dallas. Sponsored by Verna's Health Foundation, co-sponsored by Sandra Clark Funeral Home, and endorsed by the Oak Cliff Baptist Ministers Union. For more information, call 214-932-1474. That's 214-932-1474. I'm going to live a life I sing about in my 
We'll let that play in the back. We'll let that play in the background, folks. You're listening to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. That's Mahalia Jackson talking about she want to live the life she sing about in her songs. Well, tonight we're interviewing the one and only Miss Emma Joy Johnson, and we're getting an earful of her life, her accomplishments, her pastime. Uh, favorite pastime events and uh, childhood. She's just really doing a good job covering her whole life. Uh, again, those of you on the phone lines that want to chime in, because we're going to try to wrap this up in a little bit, uh, press one, press one, press one if you want to talk with Emma Jewel. Uh, Lynn, your line is open. Darlene, your line is open. And Emma, your line is open. Emma, any last words to the family? And by the way, folks, those I keep playing the same clip of Verna May. I, I know some of y'all may know who Verna May is, but those of you who don't know, Verna May is Azalee's daughter, and she's having a women's prayer breakfast on the 30th, I believe, of April. And I just went in as a courtesy and thought I'd add that to the show. So that's why we played that twice. Some of you may want to drive up, fly up, or just some of you just drive around the corner if you're in the area. But anyway, we want to go back to the interview. We've got about five minutes left in the program, pretty much, give or take. Um, I want to go to Darlene. I haven't talked with Darlene in a while. Darlene, any comments, questions uh, for Emma? Any last questions or comments for her? Um, she went through her school. I remember her from there. But... Um, I remember her teaching us, you know, she was the teacher, like she said. <laughs> okay. Dar- Darlene, really <laughs> Darlene, when I was going to high school, I rode the bus to uh, the high school. Like I said, we couldn't go to the high school in Milana. So I rode the bus to Acock High School where Darlene and all my nieces and nephews attended school. And Carrie, their mother, uh would let Darlene and Barbara and them come back with me on the school bus to Milana to stay with us over the weekend. And I would, that's what she said. I'd teach them. I was that teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think they'd be ready to go home back on that school bus <laughs> on Mondays. <laughs> and, but but I did. And, and, and I have to appreciate all my family for visiting us and 
providing the opportunities for my mother and father and me to travel to California and all of that to visit them. All we have to say is we want to come out there for the summer. They'd say the school is almost out. Y'all ready to come out here? And they'd send the money for us to come out on the train. These all my sisters and brothers did that for us. And Carrie would let Darlene them come down to our house and stay with us. Sometimes they'd even come on the country little bus, and we'd pick them up at the bus station. We all have just been such a close-knit family. And my mother would go and take care of all of her daughters and daughter-in-laws when they were ready to have their babies. And she come to Montana, where I lived, when I first lived with my husband. She'd go to California, to Ola George, to Kat, to Opa, to, to all of them. She'd go out where they live and take care of them and that baby and that family until that mother could get up on her feet again. And that's the way those are the parents I had. And sometimes my father would go, uh, and he would work in the almonds and get little jobs out there. They'd find jobs for him while he was out there. That's the type of family we have. We had a loving wow. family. And I just wow. wish all families can take that. You can love one another. You don't have to be mean to each other. We didn't fuss and fight. And that's another reason I think all fam- daddy's family, mom's family, they all love coming to our house. The sisters and brothers, they come visit us in Milana because our home was always open to them. Some of them would come stay with us for a couple of weeks at a time, a couple of days, a month. They were always welcome. Our parents shared all their resources, their homes, you know, their money. That food, whoever came, never turned anybody away. So that is the what family is supposed to be. You can do the same. And I want to say to the children, children, stay in school. Get an education. Do not drop out. And I want you to know that school is learning and fun. And that was my philosophy. And I taught that to yes, all of my yes. kids. School is yes. learning and fun, and you stay there. And family, uh, love I, each other. That's the way true. to be. And, you know, Emma, I have to really chime in on something you just said, and that's the difference between a, a good teacher and a teacher just working for a paycheck. When you said it's learning and it's fun, if you're a teacher that can make it fun, you are a blessed, talented teacher. Well, let's do this, folks. We're pretty much almost out of time here. So let me go to Lynn. Lynn, any last questions or comments just like with Darlene? Any last questions or comments for our guest, your Aunt Emma Jewel? Um, I just want to thank Aunt Jewel for um, coming on the show tonight and giving us a lot of great information and history about herself and her family. She's so correct when she says that our families are very close and we are a very loving family and we have always been that way, you know, ever since I can remember, you know, really small, we've always visited each other and um, three when growing up with each other, so trying to support each other and we're continuing to do that um, today and I encourage all the rest of the family to to do the same. So I just want to again say thank you for coming on and we all love you and hope to see you soon. Thank you. Love you too. <laughs> Hope to see all of you soon on the cruise. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. I plan. I, I still have plans on doing it myself, attending that cruise. Uh, well, Lynn, I don't know if you're going to hang around for the next interview or not. I know um, some some have spoken that they may not be able to host show tonight. That's fine. Some people have actually come in late. You can believe that. So we just got different people. Some most of y'all listen to the whole thing, and I appreciate that. Um, I don't know what to say, Emma, that we haven't already said one or two times. You've done a very good job. You are very articulate. I guess that school teacher coming out of you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, just sharing with us a little bit about your life. I'm sure you could do another interview and probably not repeat any of the things you said before after you go away and really think about some of the things you forgot. So the show, our goal is just to share a portion of you. And I think you did a very good job. I think Lynn, Darlene, and myself, and you, of course, did a very good job sharing uh, the one and only Emma Jewel Johnson. Tell William, I said hello, and uh, our family said hello. I'm going to one more time, just let anybody know on the phone line, if you have any questions or comments, now's the time, quick, 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 because we're about to switch gears, and I want to go into the second part of the show, uh, because this this other interview, I'm sure, is going to run well into the... To 11 o'clock, so I'm just trying to hurry and get to it so we won't run over and start having a chip off Well, I want to say thank you for uh, inviting me. I really enjoyed it very much. Thank you, and I love your show, and I pray that you continue and that you also continue to get well, because we want you around. We enjoy <laughs> you. We enjoy all of you. We thank you very much. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, thank you, uh, Emma. I really appreciated that. I really appreciate that. And uh, I was glad when Darlene mentioned your name because I, I didn't know that you would be open to come on. There are some people, for whatever reason, they're gun-shy or whatever. They just don't want to come on. There's some family members that die in a I don't even know who's who until we ask the various people. So if you're listening tonight and you think you might want to be interviewed on the show, let Darlene I know we don't want to beg anybody. Because there are many, many people that want to come on. We just don't know that. And then there's many, many people that's too shy and will never come on. We don't know that either. So sometimes we bump heads. We don't bump heads, but we run into so many no's. And we start assuming most is no, but really it's not true. I've talked with several people that want to come on. So as a matter of fact, maybe next week we may have Miguel and Alicia. Some of y'all saying, who is Miguel and Alicia? Well, that's Alma Jean's children. You probably say, well, who is Alma Jean? Well, Alma Jean is Azalee's uh, daughter, one of her younger daughters. Uh, you know about Verna May, but you probably don't know about Alma Jean who passed. And they have a wonderful, beautiful-looking uh, couple. She has a son. They're a beautiful-looking couple in Florida, and maybe they may be on next week. If not, family, I'm telling you all right now, we're probably going to do a open forum next week, and then the following week we'll do an interview, and the next week open forum. We're probably going to do it like that if it's easy on Darlene and I. So I'm going to go ahead for now. Uh, Emma Jordan, mute your line. And uh, Lynn, if you and Darlene want to hang out there. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Seth, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I just want to say one other thing that I, that I forgot to mention that they may not know. And I was talking about my grandkids and how smart they are. And okay. I want everybody to know that my Junice Johnson, the one that's in UT San Antonio now, that's been gifted town all the way, I was fortunate enough to be her second grade teacher. <laughs> she was in my <laughs> class the whole year. And I just want to say this. I told her, when, now when you're in my class, 
you can't. I can't be calling you all all the time. You can't say grandma. You got to say Miss Johnson like the rest of the kids. <laughs> I can't call on you just because you raised your hand. She did that for about two weeks. And one day she's holding her hand up. I said, when I shake my head like this, that means I'm not going to call on you. She was holding her hand up one day. I shook my head. I never would answer. She jumped up out of her seat and she said, Grandma, don't you see my hand? <laughs> and from then on, I was Grandma. I was not Miss Johnson again. It was Grandma and all of that. And the other children, both of them started calling me Grandma too. And I loved it. I never taught so much in my whole life that year. I told them I taught them. It seemed like everything I knew went into that second grade class. <laughs> That is funny. That is funny. I'm so glad you shared that. That is yeah. funny. Well, and then she turned out to be an honor student on top of that. And she's an honor <laughs> student out there at U- uh, University of Texas today. Yes. Wow. All the way through. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that, that, that's nice. That's nice. That's special. That's special. I just had well, to folks, share that. Knew, I'm so glad you did. That is good. That's funny. Well, listen, Emma, um, y'all know I'm watching this clock here, so I'm trying to um, I know. Play, 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 play good host here. But, Emma, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to be honest with you. Whenever I do these shows, you know, I'm watching the phone lines. I'm watching the clock. So I don't get a chance you to have listen to. as easy as – yeah, so I'll listen to the show again. And uh, I, I encourage you, probably a lot of you that came in late, to really listen to the show again, the first half, because y'all missed out on a lot that Emma said. Some of you that came in about an hour ago, you missed out. Well, about 30 minutes ago, you missed out on just the first part. So, Emma, listen, thanks again. I'm going to go ahead and meet you in line. And You're welcome. Lynn and darling, y'all, y'all just hang on. Thanks again, Okay. Emma. Well, all right. You're welcome. Well, that was it. You're welcome. Uh, I knew that would happen. I knew she would be good. I knew she would get a lot in, and uh, it's going exactly like I thought. I must say, no surprise. I knew I knew she'd be funny, and uh, wow, that was a good interview, folks. I must admit, that was a good interview. <laughs> Y'all, good man. Oh, it was excellent. Pretty good, huh? It was excellent. It was really good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yes, it was. Well, let's do, huh? I just said I agree. It was a great interview. Well, I, and I'm glad she added the last little story. That was too funny. That was funny. <laughs> so everybody started calling them grandma. Huh? <laughs> well, listen, let's do this, folks. Y'all know I'm watching this clock. I'm gonna go ahead and start with first. And I must advise everybody, it's going to be slow. This show is going to start off really slow because we didn't know that one day we'll be playing this pre-recorded message on the show. So we wasn't talking really fast. So it's going to start off slow, but eventually Billy gets to talking about his life. And remember, this is my stepfather. This is my stepfather. He would, he would die if he heard, he heard me say that because he liked to say he's my father, but he is my stepfather, and uh, he's the man that raised us. And uh, I one day probably have my biological father on. I don't want y'all to get confused. So Billy raised us. He came in when my mother was uh, uh, was probably in elementary, and he came into our environment. And uh, we lived in low-income housing, and Billy came in. He was a man, took care of us, protected us. 
taught us about God. And so I'm going to go ahead and just start this. Again, it's a pre-recorded. This is an old interview, folks. This interview is like two years old, and we're just going to go ahead and start it. And, uh, again, Billy Rhymes is the uh, husband of Irene Rhymes. Irene is the daughter of Asley. Asley is the daughter of Ennis and Buddy I'm sorry, look at me, y'all. See how much I'm talking about so much. Uh, Irene, Irene is the daughter of Azalee, and Azalee is the daughter of Ed and Isabel Kennedy Douglas. So anyway, here's the first clip of Billy Ron's beginning. It's going to start really slow, but it'll pick up. Check this out. All right, show. So having said all that, Billy, again, welcome to the show. And uh, it's you. all about Thank you. you. It's all about you. Tell us uh, again uh, anything you want to say. I mean, you can start off with how you related to us. Everybody should know that, but there are some people that's listening that don't know who Billy is. All right. I'll I'll dutifully explain. Uh, Of course, we all met in church. While people were, while the gospel was being preached and miracles were taking place. I just want to stop this for a second. I forgot to mention this uh, because some people did not get the promo. I apologize, folks, real quick. Billy is past. For those of you who don't know, he is no longer around. This is a pre recorded interview of him. I know some of y'all know that, but many of you don't know that. I had to get that in, okay? Um, and I also want to say uh, that. Billy is um, well. I'll let you. I'll let him speak right. to the show. So, having said all that, Billy, again, welcome to the show. And uh, thank it's you. All about thank you. you. It's all about you. Tell us uh, again. Uh, anything you want to say? I mean, if you can start off with how you related to us. Everybody should know that, but there are some people that's listening that don't know who Billy is. All right. I'll uh, I'll dutifully explain. Uh, Of course, we all met in church while people were, while the gospel was being preached and miracles were taking place, and the Holy Spirit was running the establishment, and it's which is. Been a wonderful experience then and now in my life because I would not want to embark upon the scene every day without this experience being prevalent and operating in my life every day. Every day. And it has made experience, uh, made a difference in my life experience down through the years. And how it has made me feel. Even how it makes me feel toward the Lord. And what it does for my faith in the face of dire circumstances. Now, and and, and my family, my immediate family, Irene, Donna, uh, Tanya, Morris, Verna, and 
and and uh, put anyway. And say when we say that's my immediate family, and say when they, when 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 they talk when we mention my family, I consider them as bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And I am the father, their father. I am the father of this family. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And see, not just the person who happened on the scene to operate as a person who reared some children. As far as I'm concerned, they are my children, and I am the father. That's the way I've always felt about it. That's the way I feel it now. And I love each one of them dearly. Dearly I love them. And I like to hear their voices even when when they're talking, even though they're not uh, at home together in a family situation like we used to be. Uh, like they say, that children may be away from the home, but when you love them, they are never away from your heart. That's me. That's how I feel. And and I want to challenge the suggestion to everybody who's listening to what, what I'm saying. Stay close to the Lord. Well, you can always cast your cares upon him because he cares for you and was going to help you. He's the one that he's the only one can help you through all the different challenging difficulties that's going to come your way. And I, I was listening a few minutes ago, and I heard Tasha. You know, it's always a pleasure to hear from Tasha, even though she's in then. I got a chance. Real quickly, Tasha is Donna's daughter. Donna's daughter. Love them. Love Don't them. Get Don't forget about Taurus. Yeah, and Taurus, of course. And Donna's, bro- Donna's son. Love him. Love Taurus. And when we were having the the family affair at the convention at, at the uh, community center. Taurus comes through. He says, "Do you have a place in front of you?" At the at that time, I did not. He went and got two of them and set them in front of me. I thought that was funny, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, Taurus, I tell you, what can I say? And Gianna, ah, uh, Gianna and Bianca and all of them. Love those, love those children. They mine, and 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 uh, see what happens when you call names, Billy. You know that rule when you call names. You, you usually miss them. one. So don't, don't forget about Mr. Oscar and and little Miss Jill. And Giovanni, and Sydney, Seven, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. 
Okay, folks, I'm just letting everybody know. I'm going to be hopping in periodically to make clarification statements. Again, Billy is not here. He's passed. This is the pre-recorded sh- uh, tape. So I have to kind of say who these people are. Otherwise, you get bored with us talking about folks so you don't know who they are. So I will interject from here and there who these people are to make it more, uh, you know, to uh, help our goal with getting to be less strangers. I'm going to go back to the interview, but just know I'll be jumping in and out verbally, okay? All right, and then we'll stop the clip after uh, about roughly 10 minutes on this one, and then we'll take any questions or comments. If not, we'll just go to the next clip. Uh, I, I, I want you to know that the family tree has grown large and has lots growing. of big and small limbs, on, and it's still growing. Yeah. I say, I say it grows so fast. That I imagine that I would always have to have you guys help in the remembrance zone of being oh, yeah. able to call all yeah. these names. But yeah. Yeah. my love is out there for all of them. And Billy, you know what? Real quick, anybody, any one of them, and and I know the rest of the family's looking at, on and listening on, and they should know, and and our family for sure better know this that you really do mean what you just said. I oh, know yeah. for a fact. You oh, care yes. as much about me as you oh, do yes. Gia and all of them and Taurus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, Miss Tasha said she can't wait to hear what Billy, Grandpa Billy got to say. I'm like, wow. I mean, it's, it's the real deal. As they say, it's the real deal. But they really don't know what he's doing. I remember when he did this tape for Mama, and he called her, and he's talking just like he's talking now with you, Billy, and the rest of the family. And he just out of the blue said it's always been strange. I'm going to say he's part alien, okay? Anyway, he out of the blue, he tells her, Mama, just pray for the family. Well, it's 2012, and I think he had her to pray that prayer and made that tape in 79. How about who I would have ever thought that when Mama left, that we would have a tape with her praying on it. So when you we want to go back and we want to hear somebody or, you know, grandchildren, great, 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 great grandchildren, and come on, and if they didn't get the opportunity to meet certain family members, guess what? It'll be in the archives. The voices will be just like they were done that day. Because when I want to hear Mama's voice, I just pop in the tape. When her face has faded, or some of the memories, they won't ever go away. But her voice, just her voice, if I if I want to hear it, I can actually go back. But that tape may get messed up. But this year, I mean, it would be there. It would be in the archives forever. And technology mm-hmm. would be in more improved, but guess what? It will still be there. So this is, you know, I think it's a great idea. So, yeah, I, he's 100% on what he's talking about. But you do have to call these folks' names, Billy. Well, well sweetheart, uh, I, I have to express the fact that I will always probably need your help in enumerating and calling all of the names because they multiply real fast. Uh, 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 you talk like we're some roaches or something. We multiplied that greatly now. It's just <laughs> <laughs> we we ain't multiplying like that. You just getting old. You need to remember these folks' names. No, I'm just messing. Uh, well, I, you know, 
I, I guess some people could, could express the times that I've been here on this earth as being a time that uh, a person be, uh, has been this long. It's, it's, it's called old, uh, depending on what their idea of old is. I, uh, but at this time, I can still get along very well. Let's do this Billy, oh, yeah. real quick so people will know more about Billy. Now, I pre- you know, you shared about your love for us as family, and we appreciate that. And now everybody know, which they sh- should probably know by your actions. Now, a little bit about you. You're from where? Pittsburgh, Texas, right? I hail from a little city called Pittsburgh, Texas. It's 120 miles east of Dallas. East of Dallas. Okay. Now, where are your parents from? My parents are from the same place. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Donna? Donna? Yes. You get yes. a little noise in your background. No, I think, Billy, move away from your TV because it's picking it up. Yeah, we hear somebody talking. Yeah, well, go into another room. And it sounds like she's on the phone. That's how how loud it is. It is real strong, yeah. But anyway, Billy, so your parents were from where? A little town called Pittsburgh, Texas. Now, 120 miles east of Dallas. So all of y'all was from Pittsburgh. How many brothers and sisters you got? I had one brother. I had six sisters. Um... It was seven, but one went to be with the Lord at a very early age years ago. Let me ask you this, Billy. What is your, uh, who was one of your mentors coming up? Uh, As uh, before I came into this area, before I came into this area, my greatest mentor was well, I got some mentorship from several people. You know, I I uh, like my dad, for instance. Um, he drove trucks for many years in East Texas. Well, I've driven trucks here in this area for over twenty years. So your dad he drove trucks. I didn't know that. Well. I, it wasn't my own truck, but the companies that I worked for had trucks that I had to drive with them all over the United States. I didn't know, I didn't know your dad drove trucks. Yeah, okay, wow. And and uh, one of the first things he told me years ago that I still remember, he said, Bill, and, and, and they hauled heavy stuff for the trucks that they were uh, that they were using. He told me, he said, Bill, when you're going downhill in a truck, Always put it in the lowest gear and don't train, change it because that low gear is going to be the transmission braking system for that heavy load as you go down the hill. And don't take it out of gear. That was a standard truth that he, that he told me that even all of you professionals, before I even knew them, uh, practiced that when I got here. And it's still worth practicing. Now, Good I got evening, that everybody. This is Ratasha, Donna's daughter. I'm, I'm, I'm um, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean that to happen. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Billy. And, of course, 
my mother. Uh, one thing, one thing, my mother uh, taught me as a Holy Spirit filled woman. And she said, "Always have self-respect. Respect yourself. That your behavior um, will always be intact." That was something she told me. I still believe in that, especially coming from the left. Lips of a mother who was a Holy Ghost filled mother, and my my grandmother um, who lived um, about fifty miles beyond Pittsburgh, and she had a little farm in the, in, in that area, but she was a devout on five Christians. Now, and some grandma. of the things are, so what now? This was your grandmother? Uh-huh. Okay, that was part part one gone, and we got more to come. Uh, let's just go to phone line real quick. Darling, what do you think of part one so far? I think you have to leave a little early. You let me know you may have to leave a little early. But And Lynn, we lost Lynn. Lynn had to go. Uh, what do you think of part one so far, darling? Very interesting. I I didn't have the opportunity to meet him, so um, I'm learning. He seemed like a real nice guy. Well, loved him, everybody. I mean, Billy had no enemies, no enemies. Um, I, I thought I got tickled when he started doing a little tongue thing, going off in tongues. He reminded me of, uh, who was that we interviewed earlier, and they did the same thing, um, Mickey, Mickey, Emma. <laughs> well, back Mickey, in, yeah. back and and you know, folks, I believe in that. We Pentecostal, and it just may happen. I'm just letting y'all know that. I, I'm, I'm Pentecostal, and ain't ashamed of it. So this is how we was raised, and oftentimes Billy would be in the grocery stores and sharing with people. Every once in a while, he would do that, and uh, Mama used to hate it. <laughs> Her Mama was. But she, she she used to hate it until she really got serious with God. And sometimes she'd do the same thing. Anyway, folks, we're going to go to clip two. Clip number two, check this out. But I must say this before I go to clip number two. Billy is not the religious type. In other words, he's not one of those things. He's holier than now or anything like that. He'll give you his last, oftentimes gay people's last. And uh, some people thought he gave away too much. Sometimes Billy, uh, mom didn't always understand why he sometimes gave the way he did. But Billy was a very giving man, very unselfish man, and very serious with his relationship with God. Uh, lots of miracles happened under Billy's uh, uh, tutelage. Lots of uh, uh, demon. I'm just, I'm just telling y'all the truth, y'all. Um, those of you on the, on the, on the uh, phone line, stay put. Don't forget you can't call back after 10. I just got that little warning in my ear. So if you're on the phone lines, don't hang up. Don't hang up. You will not be able to get back. But this man, he's not going to talk about this in his interview. Billy cast out many spirits. Many spirits. People will sometimes bring people to him for them to cast out spirits. Sometimes people come to him for Billy to pray to be healed. And like likewise, it was with my mother. They was they were very serious with their relationship with God, but people thinking they was holier than now. But we we didn't play that, okay? So anyway, uh, part two of part five. We'll be right back, folks. What now? This was your grandmother. Uh huh. Okay. 
and and uh, and she was really into the gospel and gospel music. And some of the uh, and some of my behavior traits and thinking traits I I catch today. I know they came exactly from her. I I guess I soaked them in by osmosis, and then all of a sudden in my life those things reappear because she was such a grand impression on my life and the life of the rest of my brothers and sisters. And we used to go into this area, and we we lived with her, with her off and on for several years. I'll always be thankful for that because the imprint is still in my personality. And uh, I brought that with me to Fort Worth, Texas. Got to Fort Worth, Texas. I had never been here before, but my mother brought me here. And we landed in stop six. And I was in stop six for about ten years. And then my perimeters began to change. And I began to expand, and they began to expand, and they began to expand. And I ended up in Vietnam. After I ended up in Vietnam, where I operated radar, A&M PQ-4 radar sets, PQs and P-10s. Uh, after I got back to Fort Worth, Texas, uh, from Vietnam, that was something I always wanted to do was scuba diving. So I went to school for scuba diving. And I had scuba tanks, wetsuits, boots, flippers, uh, uh, gloves, neoprene gloves, goggles, snorkels, everything that it took to be a little bronze. Jacques Cousteau. Yeah, and Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> a little bronze Jacques Cousteau. Now, and I know you you remember all of that. Uh... Oh, yeah, we remember the scuba tanks and the little scuba guns. Me and Morris never met a black man that was a scuba, <laughs> scuba diver, so you got a whole lot of points for being yeah, a scuba we'll see, we'll That see. was very, that was, a, that was something for us to see. Y'all, just so y'all know, Billy had a full scuba tank. We're talking about the black gear, the black top, black pants, flippers, the little things, the little gun that he shoots sharks with. I mean, he was first class. It's the real deal. So, other than Jock Stowe, we probably never see no uh, other person uh, doing that, at least black in person for real. Yeah, I had spear gun. I had a void spear gun. And I used to spear fish with that spear gun. And I had the underwater watch and the underwater light because the scuba team sometimes would go to a little place down south of here called San Marcos and had a well there called 150 feet deep uh, called uh, Jacob Whale, and it was a real whale. And you can look up from 50 feet down and just see the clouds, just a clear day, but beyond 50 feet... 
50 feet, the, 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 the well would begin to curve, and that would cut the light off. So then you begin to use your underwater light. That was quite an experience. I uh, used to get into the San Marcos River, and that would be 50-pound catfish floating in the river. That was quite a unique experience. And after that, I, uh, uh, well, along with that, after coming from Vietnam, we began to work at General Dynamics. That was back when they were working on the F-111. And I worked on the wing section of the F-111. And uh, I worked there for several years until they still began to pass out pink slips. After they began to pack out, pass out pink slips then, I went into the driving profession. And for years, years, I was a truck driver running 18 wheelers all over the country. And some people would, some people would like driving 18 wheelers, some people don't like But one thing that driving 18 wheelers did for me personally, I saw the world through a windshield. I began to see places that I used to read about in, in class when I was in school in geography. But I said, this little guy, from this town, when Eric, eight one seven six two five will come to you after this clip is up in about ten minutes. Shore Drive in Chicago, Lake Michigan, but there I am. I'm not only at Lake Michigan. Excuse me, not only at Lake Michigan, but I'm wading in it with my feet. That was quite an experience for me. It may not be for some people, but where I came from, I never even dreamed I'd be in places in Boston. Never thought I'd see the uh, the bridge, the big blue bridge in Boston that goes. Excuse me, excuse me. This bridge was not in Boston. It was in Detroit, Detroit. Oh, I, I never thought. I, I never. I remember that big bridge. That is that is a humongous, scary looking, going up to the heaven kind of bridge. You talking and about that go, bridge uh, it, connecting it crossed, Canada? It, 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 it crosses Lake Erie over into Canada. Yeah. That was quite an experience for me, and being up there in Detroit and uh, going by the Motown Museum, where they've still got sound and pictures of all the performers that used to come there, like uh, Smokey Robinson and, uh, and uh, Jack Diana Ross and the rest of the big names that were there. And visiting the Joe Louis Museum, who used to be called the Brown Bomber when I was a kid. Uh, had the most famous 6-inch punch in the world. And it, it flattened a lot of people. <laughs> and and I, I began to see these things. These things were of, of interest to me. 
Again, folks, you listen to a pre-recorded, pre-recorded clip about two years ago with the late Billy Rhymes. I have to let the clip play all the way. If I stop it, it starts all over again. So those of you with questions, just hold on to this clip as well. Where we got another uh, on this particular clip, we got about another six minutes. We'll be right to you, okay? Uh, again, you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network. This is the interview of the late Billy Rhymes, and folks, he ain't even got started. Y'all wait. There's a lot coming your way. Check this out. For me to see things that I never thought that I would ever see, and I used to hear him talk about Los Angeles and Colorado and and uh, all those places. Let me let me ask you a question because I've seen your pictures, and if you start trying to share all of those pictures. All of those beautiful places, and it'll be three weeks. So yeah, a lot of them. So let me let me let me, let me let me do this just so everybody know. Uh, they because uh, it's so much to Billy. A lot of people don't know you are several books. Okay. Mm-hmm. Written, uh, if, if they could put it all in the book, can I ask you a question? Now you you went to drive Donna jump in any time and ask your questions as well. You started driving trucks after you met Mama, right? Well, in East Texas before I left Texas, I used to drive you small um, two-ton trucks, and what was then, you know. Um, I brought up in an agrarian society. That's a society where everything is done by hand in farm country. And in farm country, I used to haul lots of hay and watermelons and cantaloupes and whatever is whatever is raised in the country. And we and, and you have lots of trucks in the country in that day because that was the only way they had of handling those things and getting them from farm to market. Man. So in, 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 in that area, I, I, I drove before I came to East Texas. Don't think the aspect of driving that I got into when I got to Fort Worth was on a larger scale. Now, let, let, me, let me do this, Billy. Because what I want to do, and, I, and Donna, you tell me, uh, you help me out here. I want to make sure I'm not on, on an island by myself. I'm dying to know, not dying, but I'm anxious to know the Prayer Temple connection. Are you about to get to that? Not that okay, oh, okay. Not that the other things are not important, but we got like exactly okay, 20 okay. minutes. Okay, okay, let me get to that. 20 minutes, me... we got to get all of it in there. And now let me go. Now when we start talking about Prayerfully Temple, now we're talking about something else. Me coming into the salvation experience with God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh. Oh, Yandala Coming into a personal relationship with this almighty God that my mother and my grandmother used to expose me to through to through their leaning on him all my life. 
in front of me and my family, brothers and sisters. And the good Lord began to pull me in that direction. So I was at a cafe out on on, uh, Roseville in Stop 6. And a gentleman came and set up a gospel tent across the street. And he was over there preaching the gospel. Before it was over, let me interject that. I kind of dropped the ball. When I say lead us to the Prayer Faith Temple, some people listening, they don't know Prayer Faith Temple. Only mama kids know what I'm talking about. So for those of y'all who don't know what Prayer Faith Temple is, it's the church. And that's where yes, Billy met, that's where Billy met Mama. And I just simply asked him in the middle of his trucking adventures to kind of lead us up to when he met Mama for time's sake. Wish we had more time because I actually want to hear him talk. Finish talking about. I don't want to stop him in any way, but we only got twenty minutes, and I want him to get to the connection of okay. Prayer well, Temple, which is the church where we all met at. That's what we mean by Prayer Temple. Go ahead. Well, well, let me go immediately from this tent. Because the same tent was being set up by the same person who established Prayer Temple and was the pastor there for years. His name was C.B. Roberts. And from that tent, I went to Prayer Temple. And that's where I began to have a real deep, strong, powerful relationship with with God in a Holy Ghost-filled way that's still with me today. And the Spirit began to deal with me in ways there that it had it's stronger than it had ever dealt with me before. And that's where I met Irene. And, of course, we ended up being married persons. Married to each other. Enchantedly. Belovedly. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Ghost was doing the job. And we fell in love with it. What God has done in our lives like we had fallen in love with the God who did this in our lives, and still do. Okay, folks, part three, moving right along. Fallen in love with the God who did this in our lives, and still do. And when I lay down at night and I think about it, I raise my hand. And I praise God, and I thank him, and I say, Lord, I can't thank you enough. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Lord. I can't thank you enough for what you've done for me in my life. How you brought this little guy who was destined from nowhere out of a little town in East Texas. A town where there were lots of poor people. 
you can be so poor that your poor is poor. And brought me out of that, brought me to East Texas and says, I want to take you to places where you've never seen before, where you've never been, and to show you things you've never seen before. I want to endow upon you my favor and do great things for you. And that's what he did, and that's what he's still doing. And I thank him forever. And Billy, and one I, thing I, 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 I will... Real, real quick. You know, when you was just giving the most high more, even more glory, don't forget, you've been to Israel several times. On top of that, in other places, outside yeah, of Hawaii, that's... you've been to Denver. I mean, a lot of you know, I've, just, I've, Go I've, ahead and get low. I just want to add that. Yeah, well, see, yes, I've, uh, I've been to Denver. I've been up in the Rockies. I've been up in the Rio. I've been up in the Eisenhower town. Uh west of Denver on I-70 up in the vale there, 11, 000, a tunnel 11,000 feet up in the mountain. That was quite an experience for itself. Yeah. And the, whenever I go to Denver now, I see this fabulous hotel, unique in its design. Well, you children sent Irene and I there on vacation, and we stayed in this in this particular hotel that is so nice and is so exotic. I enjoyed it. Okay, folks, I made a boob. I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. We'll just have to miss what Billy is saying right now. My bad, though. Eric code eight one seven six two five. Did you have something to say? I forgot to come to you after that clip. My bad. Eric code eight one seven six two five. Were you wanting to come in? I had a question about Billy's uh, information. Talk up, talk up. Eric code eight one seven six two five. Did you have any question to comment for us? Hello. Hello. You talk talk up. You have a question or comment? Oh, just like I said, I've been listening to the show, and it's been really great. Cool, cool. Uh, who am I speaking with? I'm speaking with Don. Don, Don you know you got to talk up, man. <laughs> what do you think of the I'm on the good phone, man. <laughs> Yeah, but you're moving a little slow. You're moving a little slow. Well, listen, this is clip is playing in the background because I can't stop it. I just thought you might have had a question or comment about the previous clip that I played. Oh, 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 Emma, it was good. And uh, this one is good, too. Now, I know I didn't get the message till later on in the day, but we can talk after the show. Okay, no, no, well, well let's, let's go to this next clip. Let's finish listening to this, and then if you want to comment, press 1 when I put you on hold, and then uh, if you want to comment at this clip, not a problem, press 1 again, okay? Okay. All right, that was done. Uh, again, if y'all want to uh, comment after the clip, it's fine. This one has about nine minutes, and then we'll y'all just Ask press 1. Don, press 1 I'm now. I'm going to mention some phrases, and you just tell me first thing. Go ahead and press 1 again, Don. Your okay. hand is still up. Uh, Okay, we got about nine minutes on this clip, folks. 
What comes to your mind when you first met Mama and you saw her six kids? And you saw her six children? Yeah, what what came to your mind when you saw this woman with six kids? Well, actually, actually, you, you, actually, the relationship with her made the idea of her having six children not even relevant to my thinking. I just, I just, I just, the, the thing that uh, astonished me was how the kids were kids. I mean, they were kids. <laughs> uh, what could I say? They were kids. <laughs> With the personality of kids. Astonishing. <laughs> Donna, you still there? I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> Well, let me let me say this, let me say this, Billy, because I got I gotta go here because people are listening and they they are interested in in, in Irene's, you know, uh, you know they want to know how you, we came together. Now there was a lot of opposition. We want to get negative, but you there wasn't too many people happy about you, um, you know. They wanted a lot of women at that church. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh Yes, there was uh, people who did not have um, exciting viewpoints about it, but that didn't bother me. That did not bother me at all. Uh, it was just the beginning of, of my learning on uh, on a personal basis of just how much opposition that you can have as a Christian from other Christians. And I did not let it defray me. I did not let it cause me to to turn away from what I was doing and what I wanted to do. I just kept on going like nothing was happening. All right, let me let me interject in here and say some Donna being all quiet, but I'm gonna keep this real. No, I mean he's talking. What you want me to do? Run over here? No, 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 no. But we just just Go for time's sake. I wish we could have did this a little earlier. I knew it was gonna get good. But listen, Billy, mm-hmm. if a woman, if I was single right now, and a woman walked up to me with six kids, I don't think she would have to walk up to you. Say it was six, she wouldn't look her way. <laughs> <laughs> to get this out. Now, not <laughs> six any old kids, but kids like a Donna. Oh, hush now. <laughs> <laughs> you do <did> it right. <laughs> <laughs> a moppy, but Tanya, you ain't just any old six Different kids. personalities. <laughs> uh, I, don't care. I don't care if she look like Who's supposed to be beautiful? How many there they say? Billy, it mm-hmm. would take it would take all kind. God would have to come down and show me his passport and all kind of IDs because I got to make sure it's him. 
before mm-hmm. I would even. So I want you to know with everybody listening that I I tilt my hat to you and let the record show you are the closest man on this planet. I said this at Mama's funeral, and this is going to be the second time I've ever said this in public. You are the closest thing on this planet, and I know you ain't perfect. I know you ain't perfect, but you are the closest thing on this planet to to the Messiah <laughs> than anybody I know. Well, you I got mean, Jason got all this big old, they got their glory. All these prophets got their glory on the earth. But when you talk about a black man accepting a black woman with six kids and then to go live, in the humble beginnings of the project. Oh, that's enough to run you off. If you don't run off from the six kids, when you got to deal with the kind of neighbors we had and a lot of the drama, and I just, I just want you to know I appreciate the, the, the faith you have because your faith is real faith. You ain't even got to try to convince nobody. Just tell them I married a woman with six kids and... And and just the different things we went through, because it takes a lot to support six kids. You got six kids wanting to wear Converse All Stars. I know that's what we wanted in high school. We were we might have wanted it, but you know that wasn't an option at our table. So don't don't what don't I'm bring saying it up is like we we, we, that was pressure though, Donna. I'm just oh, yeah, saying. So I just want you to know for the record that I think you are the closest thing to Christ because Christ talks about you shall know them by their love, and I don't know of a greater love than that. That That is a real, real yeah. holy field. So I just want no, to say that. Thank you very much, son. Love you and daughter and all the children. And I have to be honest, and I'm going to be honest, I'm going to come clean. I know it wasn't easy with me because I made it clear every day that uh, what did she go and do this for? We was just fine by ourselves. If I wasn't writing it on the ironing boards, I was writing notes, sticking them here, sticking them there. And it, it took me growing up having my kids before I realized what I had done, but, I mean, to just to have done and dealt with me, that that you, know, you needed Jesus and all the blessed all you could get. Because with me and Morris, I know I can speak for Morris. Let me look at his phone line because somebody may be out there in line with their hands up, and I didn't even look. But uh, I know I can speak for me and Morris, and I think everybody felt this way. The song you sung the best is what, Donna? Peace, be still. That's right. And, and I want everybody to get a glimpse. This, 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 this is not Billy singing. 
But this is the song that really we all love to see Billy sing. I'm going to play this song real quick, and we're going to come back and finish this interview, and then we'll wrap it up, okay? Uh, right. So I know we said we weren't going to go with 11, but we got to go with just a little bit, everybody. Y'all bear with us, and we're going to wrap it up in probably about 15 minutes. But y'all got to hear this song. This is Billy's, uh, the song that we all used to love and sing to sing. It's all the time in prayer faith, and uh, nail it every single time. Before I play this song, I'm going to give y'all a little message by Tasha, and then we'll play Peace Be Still, and then we'll uh, bring Billy and Donna back on for the end of the show. But check this out real quick, everybody. Y'all can get something to drink, because I know y'all want something to drink while we do this. Good evening, everybody. Actually, that's not the one. Here we go. Good evening, everybody. This is Ratasha, Donna's daughter. Um, I decided to do this this recording as a request from my Uncle Seth. Um, I first want to say that I appreciate so much what's being done with this family, um, this talk radio. I think it's the the best idea ever. Um, it's hard for me to make time in the evenings to get around to, you know, listen during the time that's allotted just because of the kids and getting them off to bed and ready for school in the morning and all that type of, of, of thing. But I just want to take a moment just to say how grateful I am. Um, even though I don't have a chance to tune in, I do take the time to listen to the pod, the, I mean the, the broadcast later on during the week. And the last um, the last recording was, you know, uh, Aunt Robbie was on there, and I thought that it was fascinating to hear a lot of the things that she had done in her life and, and that she's continuing to do, a lot of information that I wasn't aware of. I think that my kids, you know, this is valuable not only for myself but for my children to know, you know, from whom they come and the compliments that people have made in their own family. So it's wonderful. Um, so, again, I just want to say thank you. I want to say hello to everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, I guess, uh, you know, I, I'm, I want to do a little shout-out for my baby's birthday. <laughs> Gia is turning eight years old, and I just wanted to send an invitation out to the family. I'm going to do her birthday party here at the house, and I'm going to do it on the 28th, which is not... And I'm going to do it on the 28th, which is not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday at 2 o'clock. Um, her birthday is on the 23rd, but we're going to celebrate it on the 28th uh, so that it doesn't conflict with a baby shower for um, Charity, which is uh, Verna's daughter, and Nick's, which is Verna's son's wife. <laughs> They're having a, a dual baby shower on the 21st at 1 o'clock, so we don't want to um, overlap their their function, so we want to go ahead and do it on the 28th for Gia. So if you guys can make it out, everybody is more than welcome to come out and celebrate with us. Um, we look forward to every opportunity to celebrate uh, birthdays and just to have a good time. And I wanted to say happy birthday to my sister, whose birthday is tomorrow on the 16th. Um, Oscar's birthday, my husband, was yesterday on the 14th. Um, Brianna Smith's birthday, my my brother's uh, daughter is coming up on the 21st. So we have a lot of birthdays this month. And if there's anybody's birthday that I haven't uh, called out, I just want to say happy birthday to you. Um, but, again, guys, I love everybody. Um, I thank happy you so birthday, much, Seth, for taking the time out to do this. Um, it means a whole, whole lot to me, more than you know. And I'm quite sure that it means the same to a lot of people. And if people don't realize the value of what you're doing now, 
they will later. When people that are not here with us anymore, they can go back and listen to the voices and learn things about them that maybe they didn't even know. So thank you so much. Um, I'm actually, I was planning to call in live. I may even do that, but I wanted to have this for sure, just in case um, my night got away from me again. Um, so anyway, everybody take care. Uh, I love everybody very much, and I hope to see everyone soon, whether it be at the birthday party or the function that Chris is trying to put together over the summer. So, um, again, y'all have a good evening, and talk to you later. Bye-bye.
my position on offense was fullback. And we had a championship team. They were good. But then the areas I came out of were left. That was back at your all-black schools. And just in case anybody wants to know, some of the greatest teachers that ever walked on this globe was in your all-black school. Never let anybody deride them to you in any way. And and uh, back then, my... Our favorite time, my favorite uh, pastime was playing football. And then, uh, when I got beyond that phase, I began to get more and more into singing, you know, like the singing song, you know, like Peace Be Still and other things. And then, when I look outside and I see one of uh, you know, especially in time for me to, you know, to 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 take care of my family with funds that I could procure working, my favorite pastime began to run into driving Peterbilt and Kenworth trucks, 18-wheelers up and down the road uh, from California to New Jersey. From uh, Colorado to uh, Miami, uh, and uh, and make a little money while I was doing that, and I guess my all my all time favorite pastime is just being in a position where I can maintain the blessings of God on my life. Regardless yeah. of which way he takes the notion to bring them. Let me ask you this, Billy. You like to fish too, don't you? Oh, I love to fish. Love it, love it, love it. And, love uh, to fish. and by the way, by the way, everybody, Billy is the one that taught me or introduced to me the Thomas Chain Reference Bible. When I Thomas first Chain. Got, when I first got serious with my relationship with the Most High in nineteen seventy nine. Uh, June 30th to be specific, Billy introduced me to something called the Thomas Chain Reference Bible. That reference Bible is what caused me to start digging deep into the Bible. I have since, Billy, I don't think you know this, I have owned at least six of those. I have bought people at least four of those. I have influenced people to buy at least probably five of those. Just so you know, a lot of my friends... All right. Owns the Thomas Reference Bible, and I I always say it's the best reference Bible there is. So just so you know, that's something you have to do. Um, let me uh, ask you this, Billy. Um, the family is listening to you. Those that are not mm-hmm. listening right now, just like Aunt Robbie came on the other day, she did a wonderful job. Okay, I mean we everybody learned so much about Aunt Robbie. I'm sure, and not just her, but everybody that's been on the show. And I'm not just saying that, but they all have done a good job. Dr. Jean, Gula B, because it's the questions, you know, they answer these questions and they, they inform. It's just always an enlightening experience. But when she was talking only about maybe, I don't know, about 17 people have been listening. But since then, well over 60 people have heard her, her show. 
So we got people on the phone lines, and we got people uh, the chat room, you know. But now, mm-hmm. check this out. It's not those are not the people you're really talking to, even though they do matter. It's the people that's going to hear the show in the future. And then maybe by this time next year, you might have had, I don't know, 100 people hear your show. Some people may listen to it twice. So what do you have to say to the family listening? And we're going to try to wrap this up in about, oh, we'll try to wrap this up in about 10 minutes. So what do you have to say to the family? I mean, everybody's listening. That, that just, just do it as though everybody's hearing you. What do you have to say? Not just to Irene kids. I guess you can say something to us. You can say something maybe to us, and then what you have to say to the family at large. Well, see, of course I love you all, you my immediate family, immediate family, but I love the whole family. Love the whole family. And one and 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 one of and one of my uh, favorite persons in the whole family, in the whole family, and I'm not trying to eliminate anybody. It's Naomi. Nay is Nay. Always has been. And if you listen, Nay, you're a precious person. And and and, and, and that's not to say that they're not anymore. And 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 this family is a very talented family. There's talent all over this family. Those talents are gifts from God. Those talents are gifts from God. And the Bible says that a man's gift will make room for him. And if you let God develop those talents, those talents will do things for you that nothing else and bring fulfillment in your life that nothing else will bring. So, so, Give your talent that he's given to you back to him, and he will really edify that thing and carry it somewhere and carry you with it. In his okay. precious name, because that was his. Okay, folks, this is the last clip playing right now. Thank y'all for holding on. We've got about 15 more minutes. We'll be wrapping up this show. I delight in this family. I have nothing but. But great accolades to voice towards them. Let me ask you this, Billy. Um, mm. You don't have to answer this question. Anybody that's no longer with us, I don't make the guest ask it. If you want to pass, you say I pass on that one. But if you could see Mama, what would you say? What message would you have to her? I asked Aunt Robert the same question. Uh, People that have passed, uh, uh, no uh, 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 don't. Hold on, hold on, Billy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Billy. Hold on, Billy. Also, put, you know, if there's any, mm-hmm. you can pass because they're not here. You don't have to. I just like it's just me personal thing. I just be anxious to know what what the name Robbie wants. And put is our youngest brother Ethner, just so everybody know. Personal thing, but you don't have to answer that because I got other questions. Let me see. If I could see put, I'd put you are always a special person. With your sense of humor and everything, and you could keep everybody uh, excited about what you were going to say and do. And Naomi, I mean, uh, 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 excuse me. 
No, I was saying, hey, uh, Mama, people that have passed, so what would you, you say what you have to say to put? Would you say anything to Mama, any words for her, anything? Yes, 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 yes. See, I would sing her a song. I would go back old school, sing a little bit of song to her face. Unforgettable, that's what you are. That's what I would say to her. That's good, that's good. That's what good. I would say to her. Well, Donna, you're would. not going to silence your out of this. I'm going to let you. we got three minutes left on the show. I'm going to let you ask a bit of the last questions, if any, and then we're going to go out with this song uh, that I'm sure everybody can appreciate that sums up this whole uh, interview. Billy, I don't have nothing else to say. I do, but for time's sake, we'll let it slide. Maybe after we go through the whole family, we'll come back and, and do the and interview you again, maybe. But my goal is to interview everybody 60 over, 50 over, 40 over, 30 over, 20 over. You know, I just want everybody to get a shot at being interviewed so we'll know what they are about. So, Donna, go ahead. Give us maybe a couple more questions, and then we'll wrap this up. Okay. Well, Billy, um, uh, that was good, everything you said. Um, If you could say something to the young people, uh, that would uh, serve and be a, uh, that would be an impact in their life. What would you say to every young person, uh, as your grandmother or your mother said to you, the encouraging words that that stuck with you like hot glue or like um, glue on a stick, something that would be with them forever. What would you say to that young person? Be it be. Um, Calvin and Kevin's, Tars and Tasha's age, Charity's age, Caleb Damaris, Josiah, Lydia, Elizabeth, Caress, Celeste, uh, even down to uh, Yada, uh, Elijah, uh, the, the the babies on the way that should be here in a few months, uh, and that's going to be Nick's and Charity's babies. And even to any babies that's not even in the making yet, that will come later. What would be the words that you would like to leave that would serve and be an impact on their lives? One of the greatest things that you need to know as a young person, even before you know what you're going to do uh, in school or where you're going to live, Maybe even come down to who, uh, uh, determining uh, who you're going to marry. And you need to know God's purpose for, put, for you as an individual for being on this earth. Because before God put anybody on this earth, he put a gift inside of them. Everybody on this earth, whether they know it or not, God put something inside of them before he put on this earth, and it's a gift. Find the God of that gift. Find out what that gift is, and it will show you what your purpose is for being on this earth. That God, not only that God has put in you as an individual. Everybody's gift is not the same. But you are designed for that gift, and the gift is designed for you. 
you that that gift determined whether God will put you on this earth as a male or female. It 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 determined how tall you would be. It determined what you what your voice would sound like. Everything that God that that the gold was the gift that God put you on this earth for God designed you for that gift and for that purpose. So that so that you don't have to walk the streets and languish in the streets, wondering like a lot of young people do. Lots of young people do. I did it. Lots of young people. What's my purpose for being in this world? Number one thing, Christ, the one who created you, El Elohim, your creator, wants you to have a personal relationship with him. That's why Paul says, remember your creator in the days of your youth. So what, baby? No, go ahead, Billy. All right. So remember your creator in the days of your youth. That will be very meaningful. Because God will start talking to you at your youngest age. At your youngest age, God will begin to talk to you and say things to you and develop you and carry you into glorious places where he wants to carry you, something greater than your own mind could ever imagine. Because God is amazed by the miraculous thing that he can do for your life to, 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 to make it happy, gratified, and satisfied that nobody else can do with him. Okay. Billy, let's do this. Uh, Donna, you got another question for Billy? No, but I, I would uh, uh, just like to say a scripture and a quick prayer before we end. Okay, go ahead. I said, but I, I, Billy, I thank you for those words that you left for our young, our youngsters. First, uh, the the first scripture is Proverbs twenty nine twenty five. Whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. And Psalms one thirty nine twenty three four. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, know my thoughts, and see if they be wicked. And uh, lead me into the way of everlasting. And I just pray that God uh, bless this program and everything that come out, that it be a, a, a blessing to those. And the words that come off our mouth, that they will be positive and uplifting to young people in anyone's life that, that call in or either be in the chat room. And I ask God to, to, to you know, just just love us and uh, save us from our own tongues, from our hearts, if, if if we think any kind of evil or wrong, and save us from any sin, anything that might hinder us or divide our souls from Christ. And we just want to say that you know uh, there ain't no stopping us now because we're we're on we're on the go. And like Seth said in the song, by earth, wind, and fire, keep your head to the sky and your eyes on the Almighty. And we can't go wrong. Seth, this is a great program, and I hope it 
uh, people see that what you're trying to do, it, they may not see it now, but they'll see it later. And it is a, a big plus for the family. Billy, again, thank you for even hanging in there with my mom with her six kids. And uh, thank you all. the fact that you were saved and a man of God means a whole lot because that's what a lot of children in homes need today. And we wouldn't see the things that we see today if the upbringing, the Christ-like upbringing was in the homes. So, again, I say thank you. said thank you. And um, you think outside the box, son. That's all I can tell you. Keep doing what you do. Keep your head up. Don't let anybody get you down. You're going to be all right. Well, so I love you guys. Okay. Love you, Donna. I, I, I appreciate that. And, and uh, um, Billy, we're going to wrap this show up. And uh, I just want to say one more time, I thank you for coming on. And um, it's just been a great show. So there's nothing else to say. I do want to go out with a song. You know, I always got a song to kind of speak to the topic at hand. And I uh, just want to go out with this one song. And I want you all to really listen before you before you run off, listen to the songs, because I, I really think a lot before I put songs out there, and this song has just really been on my heart, heavy, okay? Uh, so. And say, guess what? One word, one word. No matter how tough life gets, always be able to pull yourself up, lift yourself up through Christ. No matter how low you get, know that you can trust God to pull you up out of it. Good night. All right, and Donna, Donna said it, that that is um, that all goes into what we're about That's to play. True. So Billy, thank you again, and uh, Donna, thank you, and I'm gonna go ahead and sign off y'all with the song. I love every single one of y'all, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Thank y'all again. Clap your hands, everybody! Come on. If God's been faithful, then sing along with us. Everybody say faithful. 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 Faithful, faithful is our God. Come on all over the world. Say faithful. Faithful is our God. Come on, say faithful. Faithful. Faithful is our God. Yes, he is. Come on, say faithful. Faithful,
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.